0: Hello, and welcome to episode three of the Slate Money Succession recap mini-season special. I'm Felix Hammond of Axios. I'm joined by Emily Peck of the Huffington Post. Hello! And, excitingly, we have the queen of all Slate podcasts, or possibly the Empress. (laughs) June Thomas is here.
1: I just want to be clear, Felix, that this is not a podcast. It's just a precursor to see if I might be open to podcasting.
0: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, okay. One of these days, June, I'm going to te- teach you about what off the record means. But, oh, okay. Um, okay. But June is, is, a, is a poor naive who doesn't really understand the ways of the world. No. Um, you have brought in a piece of paper. What is your piece of paper?
1: It is a printout of the poem Ulysses by Alfred Lord Tennyson, which clearly is the key to all of succession.
0: I am so into this.
1: Because when uh, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves in this episode, but at a certain point, uh, Logan brings back Frank and he gives him a watch. And on the back of the watch is a quotation from this poem. I believe it says, some work of noble note may yet be done. And of course, I mean, that immediately suggested to me Ulysses by Alfred Lord Tennyson. It's indeed a poem. It's a kind of poem about uh, a lion in winter and uh, kind of raging against the light and, you know, getting one last deal in before you get snuffed out. That's Logan.
0: I did not realize that it was Tennyson because there was all of that talk before he got invited back to the corporate retreat in a Hungarian schloss. Of something, something Shakespeare, something. So I just assumed it was a Shakespeare line. I didn't know, mm. but it's not.
1: No, and it's uh, my my in-depth research. You know, googling just before we came into the studio revealed that Tennyson actually wrote this after a close friend died. You know, and so it's about the end of life, but it was written fifty years before Tennyson died, so it's maybe a little bit premature, but you know, there you go.
0: And Frank, of course, knew it. He like he immediately recited the Indeed. following line yeah. as a kind of like, you know, subtle flex.
1: That's the charming fuck that he is. Yeah, that's why he's <laughs> been brought in again, because he's gonna charm those pierces.
0: So
2: so should we start at the top yes. and make our way to that beautiful? beautiful okay, we're going to make our way to that retreat. point,
0: and we can we can speculate about the real life equivalence of Frank. Mm. But yeah, um, this is pretty much the the darkest and cruelest episode of Succession I think I've ever oh, seen.
1: Yes.
2: Oh yeah, I mean the episode is called Hunting. And ostensibly, that's a reference, you know, to the retreat. But really, this episode is about Logan hunting for snakes and rats in his Mm -hmm. house um, and finding those who betrayed him. And it's the the opening scene is Greg, as June was alluding to, sitting with the (laughs) journalist saying, you know, we're not meeting. This is just a precursor to meeting. (laughs) And, and, he, and, 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 he... and, and
0: can I I want to jump in here because, of course, we're just going to be like quoting lines the whole time. But <laughs> my, I think my favorite line of the entire episode comes right at the top where Greg says, I'm a time pressed executive.
2: <laughs> yes, of course, he's very important. And I think I think she reassures him at some point. She says, I know you've been in many meetings and have done <laughs> many things. <laughs> but I feel like Greg has this one line which sort of sets up the whole episode essentially when he he calls his uncle Logan he calls him scary vindictive paranoid and violent and basically that's what this episode is or that's what the big scene you know builds to is oh my Logan god Was it,
0: is it foreshadowing scary, vindictive, paranoid, <laughs>
2: and violent. It, could it, it be, be a little foreshadowing a little bit here? of
0: foreshadowing here in episode mm-hmm. three I don't think it's too self-aggrandizing to hope I might have some wisdom to impart
2: there's no time like the present right
0: but it would need to be discreet I don't want to make my uncle mad, because right. he could be, uh, well, he can be scary, vindictive, paranoid, uh, and violent. Yeah.
2: Scary, vindictive.
0: Wait, sorry,
1: uh, uh-huh. no, 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 none of this. Uh, I'm not actually saying that, yet.
2: Oh, would you like this meeting to be on background?
1: But this isn't, you can't say I said anything.
2: But you did. Look, Greg, If you want this to be anonymous, you have to say that from the outside. You can't do that retroactively. But no, because
1: this isn't a meeting. This, you can't, that's not fair. That's unfair.
2: Yeah, and then basically this is all built up to getting to that retreat. We go to the boardroom. We learn that Logan now wants to make another run for this company, PGM Pierce, which I think is the, in the real world, is the Wall Street Journal, basically, and And the Pierce family is the Bancrofts. Isn't that what you think also, Felix? I feel like you told me that.
0: So I have been very careful and diligent about not watching the episodes before we talk about them. Um, (laughs) Of course. However, I have read... Various things in The Hollywood Reporter and by Ed Lee in The New York Times about how there is going to be some kind of salzburger Bancroftish Bancroft-ish clan um, turning up later on in this season. Um, and I believe Holly Hunter is the matriarch.
1: Although I saw in the preview that Cherry Jones seems to be matriarchal too.
0: Or maybe Cherry Jones is the matriarch. I'm not entirely sure. We will find out. Yes. Um, given how much talk we've had of Pierce and PGM, one has to assume that this big uh newspaperish liberalish respected news organization-ish family um, is modeled on those of course the big difference being that neither the Salzburgers nor the Bancroft had a nor the Bancrofts had any semblance of a TV network,
1: right? That's why right. I, I had elements of B Sky B coming in, which obviously is not a direct parallel, and they're never going to make direct parallels. But there's
0: oh, they make direct parallels. Well, yes,
1: but they they <laughs> obfuscate them slightly, ever so yeah. ever so slightly. Slightly, um,
0: yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there there was also talk about PS being uh, like the amount they were going to have to pay was going to be twenty billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And part of mm-hmm. the reason to buy PS is that if they load up with twenty billion dollars of debt in order to do so, that makes them too big for, you know, Sandy Sandian to <laughs> Sandy and Stewie to, to stomach. because
1: um, you know why clearly, Felix? It's it's a snake taking on a crocodile. It's too big, it won't fit
0: <laughs> another awesome line. Which again, just to you know, in terms of real life, neither the New York Times company nor Dow Jones was ever worth anywhere near $20 billion. So, you know, we're we're not clear exactly what the parallels might be unless, Emily, you have something in mind.
2: I mean, the parallels did seem to me a little bit like Rupert Murdoch going after the Wall Street Journal. It's the same kind of thing. He wanted it for a really long time. It's very prestigious. You know, his company is kind of this uh, trashy. What? What's this whole thing that Jerry brings up in the boardroom? Logan served a party. Yeah, um, served it was, warm white wine and.
1: Mm-hmm. effectively a sort uh-huh. of a bad review of a charity party in one of their publications. I think yes. somebody else also suggested that it's what uncle Ewan watches. So you know,
0: <laughs> we haven't seen uncle Ewan yet in this, in this season, mm-hmm. but I, I miss uncle Ewan. The other thing. And then which Tabitha
2: is, says mm-hmm. to uh, Roman, my parents watched that. That's like, actual news (laughs) and and Um, another point i think shiv kind of says something like if we buy pierce it's like who's going to actually report the news like this is a real problem i just feel like it reminded me of back when murdoch was hunting the journal or you thought was the journal at the time
0: you can go back i would actually go back a few years before that Mm -hmm. to 2000 when times mirror which was this kind of schlocky media chain um, Spent eight billion dollars, mostly in debt, to buy up Tribune, which at mm. the time was a highly respectable media organization, which owned not only the Chicago Tribune but also the Los Angeles mm. Times. And I feel like it's more similar to that. But again, you know the parallels. Maybe it's a little bit of a stretch. But in any case, this is this is the the new MacGuffin. This is the mm-hmm. big MacGuffin, which yeah. is driving the whole yes. season at least so far. Is is Logan really going to? You know, put his entire company at risk and raise twenty billion dollars of debt to buy Pierce. And he decides, in the middle of this massive proxy war that he has going on with Sandy and Stewie, that he's going to put like the entire family basically on the corporate jet, which I'm sure would not be allowed according to, um, <laughs> you know, corporate SEC safety. Rules, yes. Uh, you know, like th- th- I'm sure there would be someone saying, "No, you can't put every single member of your family on the same plane." <laughs> Um, It's okay.
2: Shiv's at home and Connor. (laughs) He leaves Shiv back at home.
0: Shiv's back at home. Oh, we have to
2: talk about Connor, you guys.
0: We have to talk about, of course, we have to talk about (laughs) Connor. But so he puts them all on the jet, all of his senior executives on this jet, and they all fly off to this schloss in Hungary for what is being billed as a morale boosting corporate retreat.
1: It made me realize how every corporate retreat I've ever been on was doing it totally wrong. <laughs> and while Mohonk might have been mad at us oh, sometimes, gosh. they had no reason <laughs> to. We were so good.
0: Ne- I have how never shot on, on the board.
1: floor, June. Never, never shot a bore. Also, never made people act like bores. So obviously totally failing at corporate retreating.
0: <laughs> um,
2: there was no scramble for sausage on the floor. Therefore, no yeah. morale was boosted.
0: No. And for more deep dive and daily business content, listen on Wondery, the destination for business podcasts, with shows like The Best One Yet, How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more. Wondery means business. So, yeah, so basically <laughs> Logan brings everyone to to Hungary where he has two things in particular that he's angry about one is that someone has talked to the to his biographer and he's angry about that because he doesn't want anyone to talk to his biographer and number two is that someone has leaked to the pierce family that he's interested in buying them and in another one of those wonderful lines when his banker is talking to him about well if we're going to try and buy pierce it's going to be very It quotes it's delicate like french kissing an armadillo <laughs> like he's like we need to be very 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 careful about how exactly we approach them but of course roman being like the complete fuck up just barges ahead by getting his girlfriend to um like do something with her ex-girlfriend I don't yeah know.
1: he so he's like one of one of her many exes is a pierce and so he gets her he gets that Pierce's contacts from Tabitha and uh, he said um oh, how do you know her oh you fucked her and she says did you fuck everyone and she of course says well not you So June <laughs> I need great. I need
0: like I'm I'm glad <laughs> that you're you're here for this episode because you can speculate wildly about Roman sexuality
1: <laughs> Well I think the the sexuality of all of the Roys is basically they don't make partnerships for sex they make partnerships for it's like Old royals, right? You just have to find somebody who's the right religion and, and looks right. And unlike the royals, uh, can breed. I mean, it doesn't seem like any of the scions of the Roy family are married for love or fancying. It's all, you know, they're, they're monarchical marriages, right?
2: Yeah, but it's it does seem like Shiv, I think at some point in this episode, calls her husband Tom a meat puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Making it very clear what she actually thinks of him and his role. But then she does go out and kind of like have this, I guess, one night stand with this yeah. kind of this actor dude who has no screens at home yeah. and gets his news only from comedians. So she does have some kind of like sexual appetite, it, it would seem. Uh, they, they, yeah, I think
0: she yeah. has a sexual appetite. I'm interested in whether Roman has a sexual appetite and if so, what it might be. Um, I, I'm, oh, did you I'm guys not... catch
2: he had that moment with Jerry towards the end? They yeah. had some oh, yeah. chemistry, right? That was yeah, interesting. Yeah, there
0: was some chemistry with Jerry.
1: That was lovely, actually. And she, when he asked, do people often make moves on you? And she said, well, yeah, but they're usually over 80. Like, <laughs> that was actually a very sweet, like, Jerry is the greatest. I mean, obviously. obviously.
0: Yes, obviously. You know, if I were capable of any sudden movement, I would totally pounce on you right now. Uh,
2: yeah? Yep. Yeah. I actually hear that a lot usually from men in their nineties. We have to do that one.
0: How are you doing? Terrible. Pretty
1: awful. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm blaming Tabitha, by the way. It was her idea. Next time you need business advice, ask someone who knows what they're talking about. What, you?
2: Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know, There, there's definitely something between them. I guess maybe it's a little more maternal than anything else, but I, there's a lot going on there. Like when he was being um, chastised by his father, and I'm sure we'll get to this scene in more detail in the bore in the floor scene, um, there's this shot, you know, where she's sort of looking at him like, and it almost seems like she's concerned about Roman. Maybe I'm reading it wrong because everyone, <laughs> no one is concerned about anyone on this show. It's all strategy right. and moves, but...
0: But Roman like clearly relies on her. Remember last episode when he like phoned her up and she's like, Roman, I have fifty two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yes, like, Can you exactly. come here and help me? And she's like, No, I can't. Fuck <laughs> <back> off. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm not sure I completely agree with June in the sort of royal marriage thing, because royal marriages are utilitarian. And I don't really see any of the people who married into the Roy family as being particularly useful. Least no. of all tom
1: they're pretty yeah i tom is an next for the men it seems that they ally themselves with pretty women i mean or women with their own reasons for being with them that have nothing to do with sex connor and willa willa is wants to be on broadway and it was lovely to you know shiv who is actually smart suggesting that you know if connor spends all this money on getting to the white house that won't leave very much for you to get to Broadway.
0: yeah which i i, I feel mm. like didn't Really ring true. Yeah, it it's not didn't. like it's not like this is a finite pot of money right. and he's going to spend it all. But yeah. I mean, but I, I think Shiv was Schiff was pretty desperate at that point to stop <laughs> Connor from doing this completely insane thing where he records this video and he says, uh, "My oh, another one of my favorite lines: Who's there, Uncle Sam? And where's his hand in my pants?" <laughs> <laughs> I
2: ranch, I ride,
0: I earn, and I give just like you, but ding who's there? Uncle Sam, and where's his
2: hand? In my pants. Hey, my is there anyone in my house?
0: Hey, uh, have you seen that? Yeah. He said he's beta testing it before he Instagrams and enters the ideas primary.
1: Maybe he's a genius. That's one word for it. A genius rancher.
2: All I want is a fair Flat tax, same for all Americans, but headed down to zero within a decade or so. (laughs) What am I going to do? Well, i tell you, I ain't paying.
0: Oh, my God.
2: And if you want to arrest me, go ahead. No, really, just go ahead and try.
0: Quick question. Do you think he even knows what a jail is?
2: He literally only knows it from Monopoly.
1: Connor Connor is next level. I mean, he's next level clueless. He makes the second wife's kids, Luke brilliant and in touch i mean roman and kendall who could be a bigger fuck up than them oh yeah connor i mean connor
0: i mean so the question who is connor right i i feel like connor is some weird sort of combination of like donald trump jr or perhaps Luckland murdoch who's the conservative one steve forbes or steve forbes Uh is another really good one or possibly i was even thinking howard buffett
1: I don't, is it Warren's son?
0: Warren's son, Howard, who's also a kind of like neocon.
1: Does he hyper decant?
0: <laughs> yeah, I almost certainly oh, hyper decant. Oh,
2: well, maybe. Um, One thing I was thinking about that scene was like, Shiv is supposed to be such a smart strategist, but even I realized that the way to get Connor to pull the commercial wasn't by just saying you'll embarrass the family. Like that wasn't, that obviously wasn't going to be enough. I, I felt like she kind of screwed up that whole mission but it didn't matter somehow, and that that actually upset me. It's my nitpick with this episode, actually. Was there like sh- any she messed that up? Do you know what might have persuaded Connor to <sighs> stop with this nonsense? I, I feel like there had to be a way to sort of appeal to his ego, maybe get him to put it off and get the timing better, or something like that. Appeal mm. to his read you know how he does his readings? Yes. I don't know. There there had to be something that could have been done that was more artful. Mm. I'm not a big political, you know, machinator, but I I don't know. I I thought there could be something better.
0: But really, none of the siblings have ever been able to persuade any of them to do anything. They just don't listen to each other.
1: Well, nobody is that good at persuasion. I mean, we saw when they were at the Schloss and everybody is trying to get some word to Logan that his obsession with the Pierce's, his white whale, is destructive. None of them thinks it's a good idea none of them is able to even really communicate that as close as they can get is blessed jerry saying i have to admit i have had my doubts and (laughs) although it
0: comes out at the end right who who is at the end who says actually no one thinks it's a good idea yeah Um, i don't
1: know who that was but maybe one of the kids was it roman no it was
2: kendall i think kendall at the end says like everyone here thinks it's bad You know, this one thinks it's bad. Jerry's playing both sides. Yeah, yeah. right. It was Um,
0: Kendall, right, right. mm -hmm. So that's how Kendall shows himself to be trustworthy somehow. After, you know, I mean that unbelievably craven scene where Tom sidles up to Logan and says, "I'm going to say something, but I don't believe it." (laughs) You're like, "That's not going to work, Tom." That that honestly, that's just not gonna.
1: Yeah, of all the people. I have to say Tom is the most pathetic because of course, cousin Greg, the greatest. But if he's gonna be your conciliary, if he's your like your smart person that you use, I mean, come on, at least Kendall's got a smart woman who, you know, can figure things out for him. But I mean, if Tom's big conduit is Greg,
2: it's hopeless. There's never gonna but get But I felt anywhere. like Tom and Greg had their moment this episode, which I found it was like the first emotional moment that made me feel sympathy for any of these characters, which was, you know, Greg tells Tom, oh, I spoke to the biographer. And Tom's like, what? Why are you telling me this? Like, you're not supposed to trust anyone. Like three minutes after telling him he can totally trust Tom. (laughs) To a point. And it's a total, to a point, to a point. But then of course, Tom keeps Greg secret, even through this whole humiliation of the scramble for the sausage and everything. And then the next day at breakfast, you know, Greg says to Tom, thank you. And he just does this thing where he puts his hand on his arm. Mm-hmm. That was like the first actual touching thing that's ever happened.
1: It It was. It was sweet. But of course, we also know that everybody has talked to the biographer. We saw Greg (laughs) and Greg was dumb enough to tell someone. But they've all talked with her. They've all met with her. And they didn't even just have precursors. Everybody's talked to her.
2: Right, right. I still found it. I I thought it was nice. It was like maybe these two have some more shenanigans that they'll get into and in upcoming episodes I'm
0: not sure that everyone's talked to her I feel like the way that Greg gets let off the hook at the end is when Logan finds out that his who was it brother who just died Mo who's Mo
1: I don't know who Mo is who is Mo yeah I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, I knew an he's an the older, person. Right, he's, he's an
0: older generation. and He's actually, the person
1: who Logan wouldn't visit. He would visit yeah, him in this a This also
0: of weeks. explains the yes. lingering question I had about episode one, which, if you remember, at the beginning of episode one, Roman and Jerry are in a hospital. I'm like, why are they in a hospital? And oh, now I thought I re- they were
2: in a hospital in Japan because of the satellite thing.
1: Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, that was the, 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 the oh. rocket that blew up.
2: Yeah. That was I'd, my theory.
1: Yeah. So Moe is obviously somebody with a close ish connection, long connection to Logan. At the beginning of the episode, the person was, his assistant was trying to make him go visit Moe in the hospice. And he said, How long has he got? And she said, Oh, a week or two. And he said, I'll go in a week or two. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I can't figure out who is he But yeah, he is a.
0: But it turns out that he had spoken to the biographer. And so that, like, now means that. Greg may or may not be safe. Greg strikes me as the only real... I mean, I guess Greg and Jerry are the ones who just have no sort of real cruelty gene in them. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. But Greg... Poor Greg. Poor Greg. He's so (laughs) sweet. And
2: it's poor. I don't know. I feel like this is all building to Greg taking over. Did we say that last episode too?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, not going to happen.
2: No? Uh, Oh, okay. I
1: wonder. I wonder.
2: (laughs) Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus, Apple Card has no fees, not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on creditworthiness. Rates as of February 1st, 2024. Terms and more at applecard.com. Um, so we haven 't actually talked about boar on the floor
0: yeah let 's talk about the boars because I mean this is where the the show really gets dark. First of all, they all take out these guns and shoot just a ridiculous number of boars at sort of point blank range with super high powered rifles for no obvious reason. They then pose for this photograph on the you know, back steps of the Schloss with the boars all arranged in this sort of semicircle around them. And it's super, like, nasty. And then all of that is just a foreshadowing for what Logan is going to wind up doing to the weakest members of the family. And he does this super kind of lore of the jungle thing where he picks on the weakest people around the table and just humiliates them as a show of force and power. And you're like, wow, like they... Went there. On the floor, boar. on the floor. floor. On, the floor. on the floor. Come on, Frank. Pour on Pour the floor. Frank. Why am I in this? How the fuck would I know, Greg? You think I have a, a rational explanation go. for this? Pour Frank. Boar on, on the floor. Feed the piggies, guest of honor. That's it. Boy on, <laughs> <laughs> on the floor. Boy on the floor. Oink for your.
1: And you see the people who were very close to being in the corner and being made to act like boars snuffling around on the floor, fighting over sausages, full of glee because (sighs) they escaped. And so now they're taking videos and and rejoicing in their not being the weakest three. And you can see everybody's weak. Everybody except Logan is weak. He just weren't among the three.
0: Well, I I think on some level, there's certain people who would not have done that like none of the kids would have done that jerry wouldn't have done that like there's certain people who have just a smidgen of pride to just say no i'm sorry but like he manages to pick on the people who ultimately will just grovel you yeah. are like
1: wow yeah it's,
2: it was yeah i mean they're all in thrall to his money and they'll pretty much do anything to stay in his orbit i think frank coming back and i think yeah. at one point jerry is like what are you doing why are you back and he just he doesn't really give a good no reason and then logan just, and
0: then logan like even after he's been he buffering up frank and and giving him this watch and the whole thing needs to do like a ritual humiliation of frank at some point just just to demonstrate just because is, he can just because yeah he has to it feels yeah. like this compulsion
1: yeah yeah
2: it's like a fraternity it's like hazing or something and bullying to get to get the loyalty of the group right and 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 to
1: punish him for you know he was punished before for his sort of treachery by being expelled from the circle and if you're going to bring him back you have to have some kind of ritual punishment you can't just get away with it you can't just be forgiven it you have to give a sign to the others of you know stay stay loyal
2: so what was Kendall's ritual punishment to come back
0: well, I mean, that's a good think? question. Kendall Kendall is the prodigal son, right? Kendall is family. It's different for family. Although certainly family. Roman and Shiv kind of assumed that he was going to get like torn to shreds and then he wasn't. But I think one of the things that this scene does is just remind us or underline that, that Logan is not in any way a nice guy because for the first <laughs> couple of episodes he kind of looked like he could just be a sort of smart and ruthless corporate raider, and you're like, yeah, no, he's worse than that.
1: Yeah. Although we did get that little sign at the beginning of the episode when he's having a medical examination, and the guy says, you know, how's this medicine treating you? You know, it can make you paranoid, and, you know, there's a... <laughs> yes! <laughs> it can make you paranoid, and if you are a paranoid motherfucker, <laughs> it certainly will. But, um, you know, I guess it's just ramping up the Lyrian aspects of it, but uh yeah, he's not a nice man.
2: And the strategy of of what he did at the end, if you saw, he got out some kind of terrifying, strong Hungarian liquor of some sort to give to everyone, and he served himself water, yeah, to stay sober while he got everyone else drunk and then messed with them. It was just very creepy. And he had his body man usher out the waitstaff in the room, so there were no witnesses.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He's, it was he's, like he's done this before.
1: Yeah. He's the smartest man in the room. And I mean, that's ultimately the problem. The others are not equal to his evil. I mean, they just cannot, they're not on the same level. Mm -hmm.
0: Although I need to ask you, who is more cruel to Tom, Logan or Shiv?
1: I don't know that Shiv is cruel to him. I mean, they do have an open relationship. He knows when he gets home.
0: I mean, no, but that's the whole point, right? Like, he never wanted that. And he comes back from this, you know, utter humiliation in Hungary to his wife. And he's like, I need you to sort of have some sympathy for me because this was the worst thing that could possibly have happened. And then he's like, oh, and how was your weekend? And she's like, do you want me to tell you?
1: Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't. He doesn't want her to tell him.
0: Maybe it wasn't totally great what you sent me to do, which is kind of the opposite of what I wanted to do. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. I mean, we're a team, right? Yeah. But I, I, I don't want to be a dick, but maybe I should have a bit more input into team tactics?
1: Yeah, sure, of course.
0: Thanks. How's your weekend? Me? Yeah. Anything to report?
1: Uh yeah. Okay. Do you want to know?
0: Oh. I don't. Maybe later.
1: I mean again, it's a it's a he's made a good marriage. He knows that. I mean, he's he's not worthy. He and he knows that. He knows he has he doesn't have any. He doesn't belong on the executive suite, and so you know he's made his bed, and and he sometimes doesn't get to lie in it. That's the deal they've made. They've all got transactional relationships.
0: Maybe, but I feel like when Shiv just turns to him and to and like he, she's like, "Can you tell Logan that this deal is really stupid?" And he's like, "No," and she's like. <sighs> my meat puppet has stopped working
1: and you're like Mm
0: -hmm. wow like you know when when someone talks to their husband like that like on some level it's you know even worse than being forced to grovel around chasing a sausage which also you know in terms of the whole Ianucci dna here was funny
1: yeah yeah i mean but shiv too is surely being strung along I mean, we know from these families that women never get to the top, even if they're the smartest. Calls her and says, He told her date, in the last
2: episode. Yeah, he said, it's not I don't make the world, you know, it's a downside that you're a woman.
0: But this one at the end of it, he says he's gonna bring her in. And I just feel like the, you know, I I've been saying this all along and I might be completely wrong, but I'm still convinced that the real power in this entire family is Marsha.
1: Who which which one is Marsha?
0: Logan's wife.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes yes with her own son who's off doing something uh, yeah no i mean the fact that he has an age appropriate wife more or less is surely very telling she's extremely powerful the fact that he he ushered her out of the room in the first or second episode when he was having his conversation with Shiv yeah there's there's marsha is definitely a, a woman of power but do you think that Shiv is actually going to be logan's chosen one I just no. can't see it, but I don't know who I, will. I, I, well, I, I really mean, we need to,
0: you know, we, there has to be space for season three. Yes, please God. <laughs> I, I don't think Logan's going to go anywhere ultimately, yes. and that all of this sort of positioning is just going through. It's it's always going to be positioning. Like of- None of them are actually going to take over, as Logan says in this episode. I am surrounded by snakes and fucking morons. <laughs>
1: It's not wrong, is he? I, my big question, I guess, is whether any of his children are ever going to take the management training course. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously <laughs> the path to power, but none of them are going
0: to do it. I, I kind of have a feeling that at some point, Kendall actually did that.
1: Mm. Yeah, he does know the jargon, but does he know the price of a gallon of milk?
0: Yeah, what the hell was that about? Suddenly, Logan feels that like anyone who is worthy of succeeding him has to have... like the common touch
1: although that also reminded me of another dynastic family the bushes didn't George H.W. Bush once have a problem like it was a scanner thing and apparently it was one of those stories that wasn't accurate but he didn't like he was surprised by scanners he no, the, didn't the know gallon the gallon of, of milk
0: things. thing is is like a famous thing that all politicians yep. need to know the price right. of a gallon of milk because it shows that they're in touch with something which okay I guess but but yeah. like
1: also like I'm a slightly Borgie but Nevertheless, journalist, and I don't know because, like, who pays, like, who sees an actual price anymore? It just goes beep, 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 beep. It's not like the person in the grocery tots it all up on a piece of paper.
2: Like, who, it who is, does know? It is a That's, generation you're I think really it's like poor. It is a... dollars, you guys. I think it's like two-ish or three-ish dollars. If it's organic, I, it's like four-ish dollars.
0: I, I googled it. I, I Apparently, it's like three
1: thirty, but I had no idea. And... Well,
0: I I can tell you that it's like three thirty for a pint where I get mine. <laughs> <laughs> i but, don't drink um, what oh yeah i'm telling you the alibaba 24-hour <laughs> grocery store on worth street man is is not cheap
1: we're not talking bodega prices here yeah.
0: but it's also the one thing it does show is what generation logan is mm-hmm. because you know if i can sort of just do a little bit of a digression into sleep money nerdry here we have had probably seven, basically since the end of the second world war so a good 70 years or so of consistently declining food prices as a percentage of household budgets The if you were around in the 60s and the 70s um, you actually cared about the price of food and you would buy like the cheaper cuts of meat because it would save on the household budget and the price of a gallon of milk was a significant proportion of how much you know if your total budget. Now it's all housing and healthcare and stuff like that. But like back then, there was a time when people really cared about the price of food and they would economize on food and that kind of thing. And it's people of Logan's generation who have this idea that the price of a gallon of milk really matters.
2: I'm going to say that what you just said is true, but there are still a lot of people who care about the price of groceries, judging Mm. by the supermarket and the specials there and the way people shop and just real people still care about the price of groceries. Let's just be clear about that.
0: Well, I I definitely care about- you know, the price of eggs at the farmer's market because that's ridiculous. Who pays like $7 a dozen <laughs> eggs?
2: Um, but Trader but, Joe's is really popular and a gallon of milk at Trader Joe's is like much, much cheaper than a gallon of milk at the grocery store.
0: That That's the right I, answer. I just, by, saying, by, so by the way, if cute. Logan if Logan Roy ever like corners you and says, what's the price of a gallon of milk? you will be like, well, okay, at Walmart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but ultimately, the kids are never going to please him because he's the man who made this company and they're just the fuck-ups who are going to fuck it up. I mean, he's, there's nothing that they can do. They memorized every price in the grocery store. If they took every management course, if they worked in a slaughterhouse, they're never going to please their father. And it, I just fear that that is the ultimate sad message of succession. There is no happy succession.
0: There is no happy succession. Yes. But, like, there there are slightly more successfully Machiavellian people so okay we need to we need yes. to talk about some real world like parallels here first of all frank who gets brought into french guest the armadillo and who on the private jet on the way back actually successfully does so roman's meddling notwithstanding he manages to get the meeting with the pierce family um
1: nice work frank
0: is he is As he peter Chernin?
1: my knowledge of the uh of the, the murdoch uh world is not enough to is not good enough to say But there is always some. I mean, that's why they go to these fancy schools, right? That's why they send these rich kids to fancy schools to meet some some charmers who can quote Tennyson and can belong to the right clubs and can you know make phone calls and get these people on the phone. I mean, that is the point. Don't they all have lots of these, right?
0: Right. right. Wait,
2: Felix. Who's Peter Chernin? Can you remind us? So
0: Peter Chernin is. He now has his own media company, but like back in the day, he was a key Murdoch lieutenant who. You know, would charm people and do deals like there's a kind of what you might call like investment banker gene, which involves just being able to do things like call up the PS family and and in a way that doesn't cause them to just hang up the phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, is there any but,
2: evidence Frank can do that? Like he has. not Well, yeah, that was the evidence because the he, like,
0: but the evidence that he he can do that is not only that he has memorized <laughs> Ulysses by Alfred Lord Tennyson, <laughs> but also that he manages to get. Logan the meeting at the end of the episode. Right,
2: Okay, fine, fair. I'm just saying in any other scene he's ever been in, he comes across as kind of like Ollie a mumbling uncle. Yeah. yeah, just bleh.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> he comes across but, as bleh.
0: But then the, the other character who I love so much, Sid Peach, the, the female Roger Ailes, yes. turning to Tom in the morning saying, I'll eat your sausage, Tom. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. she, <laughs> She's she would never... Ever grovel on the floor, you know that.
2: No, and when he asks her, was it you? She just says, "No, get out of here." Like it's just clear she's—it's not her. Obviously, she would never. I mean, never betray him.
1: Or she would, but she'd be smart enough to do it without leaving a trail. I mean, that's the thing. I'm absolutely confident that they will all, because as somebody, as Michelle, the writer, said, do you want me to tell your story? Do you want to tell your own story? Or do you want to let the others tell it? They all have a motive Mm. to talk to her, but the smart ones will not leave any trail so that Sam, the the rat fucker, fucker. (laughs) can't trace them. (laughs) So I'm sure Sid has a back channel with, uh, with Jessica Hecht's character, but she's much too smart to, to let it go. And and also, Logan's too smart to really press her on it.
0: A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. So, Emily, where are we going here? What's going to happen to this whole like Connor running for president subplot? Is that going to wither and die? Is, <laughs> is he going to like wind up going to jail? What's going to? I feel like it takes a long time to not pay your taxes and then get investigated by the IRS and then go through all of the appeals. And then, I mean, it probably takes like five or six years before you end up in actual jail. No,
2: I feel like I don't think anything's going to happen with that specific. Plot of him not paying his taxes and and going to jail, and there was a great part where Shiv says to him, "Do you know what happens to rich guys in in jail?" And he basically is like, "Yeah, they get a deal and they're out early because they're rich." <laughs> <He's> <laughs> but I, I think the sub the subplot of him running for president, I feel like they're going to drag that out all season because it's so delightful and wonderful. And we oh yeah, to but there
0: has that. to be there has to be a debate between him and Gil, right?
2: Oh, but here's the thing. Yes. However, could an unqualified
1: but rich person like how could that? They could never <laughs> right. become president. That's ridiculous. Oh, wait. <laughs>
2: totally <laughs> absurd. <laughs> yeah, absurd. I think he'll catch on, <laughs> right? I mean, he decants the wine so beautifully.
1: He hyper decants.
0: <laughs> he hyper decants. Hyper
2: decants. You don't hyper decant, Felix June. You know?
0: I've have, I've have never hyper decanted. <laughs> I feel like I, there's there's a whole world of decantation out there, which is. <laughs> Which is just waiting to be discovered. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, hyper hyper decanting is, I mean, like, it's such a wonderfully perfect touch because it's one of these, like, weird wine gimmicks that no one entirely, like, genuine wine people don't do it, but, like, you know.
1: Rich people who have pretensions of of wine. It's not
0: even just rich people. It's also, like, just, it's, it's, he, like, I think Colin, on some level, is quite sort of middle brow and yeah. you do find people taking like two buck chuck and putting it in a you know Vitamix for like 5 minutes <laughs> and blending it up in on the ground so this will help do something to the tannins mm, tannin i have levels. no idea yeah, yeah, yeah. but like it's a mm. weird like yeah it, it it's just it's it shows just a kind of basic level of credulousness yeah
1: and i mean he is like the thing with connor is he's dumb he's basic but he's not unlike a certain dumb basic person who did maybe have some political success he has no charisma he has no personal charisma even in a grotesque way like he's just Mm. he's intensely boring and so like there's the either he's not meant to succeed as a politician or they've they've not revealed his because he has no he isn't a man of the people even vaguely he really like he doesn't even know what milk is (laughs) much less how much it costs
2: he's the only one who doesn't seem to care about succession he doesn't Mm -mm. have a stake in you know taking logan's place he doesn't seem to be competing for his love the way the other the other three are at all no.
0: But the, one, the wonderful lag like, of and the, that great line where, where Shiv comes to see him and he walks over to his penthouse window and he goes, The elites are scared. I can see them down there.
1: <laughs> and she says something about, Yeah, you get a great view of them from the penthouse.
0: <laughs> Which I feel like she didn't need to say that. Like you, It yes. was all there yes, in the original yes. line. I'm like, Did you? Nah, you didn't yeah, need that yeah. line from It Shiv. was gilding yeah. the Lily. It was. So, uh, Emily, what was your favorite line in this episode? Uh.
2: Yes, let me find it in my notes here. Uh, It's, oh yes, on the plane, going to the retreat. Of course, everyone else is jaded and just hanging out. But Greg is super excited to be on the private jet. And he looks around and he says, he's all excited. He says, it's like I'm in a band, a very white, very wealthy band. (laughs) It's like I'm in U2. (laughs) I love that. I watched it a few times. (laughs) like i'm in you too
0: in true like veep fashion i'm I'm gonna do another one of these like great logan lines where he talks about the the leak to the Pierce family and he goes that's about as choreographed as a dog getting fucked on roller skates (laughs) (laughs) uh june
1: well i'm tempted to quote from ulysses which um (laughs) How dull it is to pause, to make an end, to rest unburnished, not to shine in use. I feel like that is true of many Roys. But I think my favourite line, not one that we've already mentioned, is when Roman is just exasperated by his dad's obsession with the price of milk. And he says, who drinks milk anyway? Kittens and perverts. That's who.
0: (laughs) That is a good line. On which note, we will, I think, leave episode three behind and anticipate episode four which uh, is shiv going to finally enter the what i always still think of as chase manhattan class <laughs> that like is apparently roico wake Roy, waco roystar waystar <laughs> hq you think is she actually going to make it in there after her like midnight phone calls with logan is she going to be officially introduced
1: i don't think he's ever going to tell people that she is the chosen one or even that he's he's winked at her I think she's still gonna be meeting in his apartment without an appointment where there's some reason that they can't really speak so in short no
0: no all right
2: <laughs> I think he'll string her along for a good many episodes to come
0: yeah no there's only there's only 10 right we're already like a third of the way through here true. well well okay. we'll see
2: we'll see you next, next week.
0: week we'll see <laughs> you next week on Slate money <laughs> succession.